We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. That we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. In particular, we pay our respects to the land we now call Sydney, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, where we are recording this podcast. Somebody pick up. Pick up! Hear me calling out to you. Thank you for calling to leave a message. Press 1. Press harder. Faster. Oh, yes. Don't stop. Has the world gone mad? Oh, welcome back to the hotline. My name's Tony Hennessy. I'll be taking your calls. Um, how are you? Good. Excellent. And if you said something sad, oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. Hello, operator. It's me, Tony Hennessy, on the Hennessy's hotline. I'm here to take your calls. I'm very excited to be here. Um, we've got two banger topics today. Now, if you don't know how this works, and I'm sure you do by now, because we've got how many episodes? Couldn't tell you. Heaps. And basically what happens is I put questions up on social media. They're usually weird and esoteric. And then you call through and then we play that play back the calls like we're about to do right now. Topics are, and this is, I've been wanting to do this one for a while. Have you seen an alien and or UFO? And you know what I think of when I think of that? I think of that scene in Spice World. <laughs> I remember they saw aliens in Spice World, the movie. If you're young, you probably don't get it, but... There was aliens in the Spice Girls movie and they were really poorly done. Uh, the other topic, did you make a costly mistake at work? Oof. I don't know how people, like, do people get, anyway, I guess we'll find out. I was going to say, do people get fired after those kinds of things? And it looks like we've got a ding, 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 mixed bag, which I'm excited about because you never know what people are calling for. All right, let's kick this off with have you seen an alien and or UFO? And, you know, I think... I've always been perplexed by this. You know, there has to be other life. There has to be. But what do they look like? And why would they come here? Wouldn't they be like, oh, it's f down there. I'm going to stay up here in my alien world. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm kind of scared by these calls. Okay, God, I hope it's not like those f***ing toddlers. Okay. Have you seen an alien and or UFO? Ashley. Hi, Tanya. My name's Ashley. I was driving home from Sydney to Wollongong one day. Um, I think it's called Madden's Plains. And I saw an alien. I was driving and there was a big white thing in the middle of the road. Um, it had two little short arms that were up in the air and it was standing probably about two metres tall. As I got closer, it jumped uh, in one big leap from the middle of the road to the side of the road and then again off into the scrub next to the road. Um, I told people about it, but they seemed to think it was a kangaroo. I don't think it was a kangaroo. It didn't look like a kangaroo. I mean, it was late at night and I was tired, but... Yeah, um, I think I think it was an alien and I, to this day, will swear by that. It didn't move like a kangaroo. It didn't look like a kangaroo and it scared me half to death. God! You know what someone needs to invent? Binoculars that you can put on and see from other people's perspective. Wouldn't that imagine? Imagine putting them on and seeing what your ex-boyfriend thinks of you or your boss thinks of you. <gasps> imagine that as an idea for a TV show. Stop. I'm a f***ing genius. Goodbye. This podcast has ended. I'm off to HBO. 
Nah, kidding. They don't have meetings with anyone. So that's interesting about Ashley seeing a kangaroo. Um, let's go to Alex. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know when you're tired, it's so hard because you're like, I swear I saw it. Look, I believe Ashley saw a kangaroo. Let's know. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. No, girl, if you swear, I swear, I reckon you saw it. One hundo. And I tell you, if you're an alien, you're not going to the CBD of Sydney. You're going Wollongong. One thousand percent. All right, Alex. So I might have stumbled across some sort of extraterrestrial being on the beach and um, I took a photo video of it posted it to my Instagram, which you and um, any listeners are welcome to check out and tell me their thoughts. My Instagram is at tanalex, so T-A-N-A-L-E-X. And the world has essentially just gone crazy trying to figure out what this thing is. It looks like a de-skinned cat or a dog or a turtle without a shell or a a possum or a small kangaroo or a, or a big lizard. Like I'm, I'm getting lots of different guesses of what this animal is and we can't quite figure it out. It, it just looks strange and this looks very odd. Personally, I think it is a possum of some sort that has just been in the ocean for too long, but there are some elements of it that just look a bit weird. So I've put a bet out there that is an animal expert or, you know, maybe you can get in touch with someone who's trying to, get Robert Irwin to weigh in on this. If they can prove me wrong that it's not a possum, I will shout them a chicken parley and a deal's a deal. So we'd love to hear what you think. We'd love to hear what your listeners think it is to help bring some closure for this creature, which I am calling Little Buddy, so he can have some uh, identification on his departure and all the people following the story can have some closure. Oh, my God, Alex sounds like a ledge. Okay, I was going to say follow me for this uh, picture, but I think we should go give some love to Alex. So his Instagram is at T-A-N-A-L-E-X, so Tan Alex on Instagram. So go check out this picture, at Tan Alex. What is that? At Tan Alex. Sounds like an offshoot of my personal branding. Um, Lol, <laughs> like I have any. Um, This picture that Alex has sent through looks exactly like what Ashley was saying. So if anything, uh, this is further evidence to the fact that this alien exists. Now, I wonder where Alex is from. Do you reckon he's from Wollongong? And or surrounding areas? <gasps> what if it's the same thing that Ashley saw and now it's dead? Maybe it's not dead. Maybe it's just like resting and the aliens inside of it, hasn't it? Someone opened up this thing. <laughs> I've seen Independence Day, everyone. Um, not sure if you're aware. Uh, that's where I'm taking a lot of my evidence from. <laughs> the way I say it, as if, like, I'm some sort of scientist. Has anybody thought about opening it up? Uh, let's crack this case wide open. Shit. That's You know what? It does kind of look like a possum. It does look like a, a kangaroo, but it also um, quantifies Ashley's story. It corroborates with Ashley's story, and at this point... We have a story that may or may not make it to the Daily Mail. Terrible podcast uncovers non-event, but still, the hands are yuck. It looks like it's got human hands. Okay, the alien. Oh, I'm going to talk more about aliens. 
Just what are they? You know that movie where they did the crops circles and stuff? I stayed at this hotel just outside of Canberra and there was this big, like, dedication to aliens and it was like in this formation so aliens could potentially see it and know that that was a safe place to land and I was like why the f*** am I staying in this hotel if there's a safe place for aliens to land opposite it but you know that excellent palmy so Alex you're on to something also I reckon you probably need to up the uh the gift he's like I'll give you something worth $14 no and will you come for this palmy Will I have a lovely conversation with you or is it sort of just BYO? You put it in my account. I don't know. Can I select it? What if I choose to have a, have a really extra Parmigiana? Double bacon, double cheese. Uh, either way, I think at this point it's um, CSI, Hennessy's hotline. Can I tell you on the weekend I saw a man play his penis? I went to see a, a cabaret where a man, it was called Blanc de Blanc, if you've seen it, it's a cabaret, very high-end. I know it sounds like it wasn't. <laughs> He's a professional like clown and comedian. And he stood behind this little sort of music stand that was all, you know, covered, and he put cream on his thighs and then moved his legs vigorously so it slapped either side and then beatboxed over it. The best was watching my dad watch it. <laughs> And you know when you watch something, you go, I reckon this is something you take a partner to, not your dad. And then he was like, weirdest thing, sounded unbelievable. I thought, Justice Crew could do an excellent verse over this. God, what's that sound in the background? That is a man's penis. you make a costly mistake at work and like what's costly do you reckon i think anything over 100 bucks to be honest with you because if you're if you got a small business you're losing 100 bucks it's annoying it's hard then that's, that's a day's wages or whatever i mean but then you could go up to the millions where what are we going to do where are we going to go rachel's nodding her head and she knows the calls so i don't know what her vibe is. She's sort of like a mum at Christmas where you're like, oh, is it a CD? And she's like, oh, who knows? And she knows because she bought it. And you look at dad and he goes, oh, I don't know. And you're like, no, you don't know. I've not seen you most of this year. Oh, sorry, dad issues. Um, <laughs> I guess that's why I took him to that cabaret. Um, all right, let's start with Chris. Did you make a costly mistake at work? I work as an MC and kind of, uh, for corporate MC and events. And I, um, I was travelling to Queensland, but I was using a virtual assistant, a new booking kind of agent to try and help me with uh, managing bookings and events. And the trip was to, uh, to Queensland for a gig for an awards night. The booking had come through and I noticed that it was going to be a big day. So I travelled from Sydney to Brisbane, Brisbane to Emerald. And uh, that's already like six hours and then another hour and a half north of Emerald into deep into central Queensland. I got to a place called Capella. And uh, there's a like a function centre, and it seats about a thousand odd people. So I thought, perfect, this is the this is the place to be. We got checked into the motel next door, and I get a phone call at about three o'clock in the afternoon from the client saying, "Do you want to come and do your sound check?" And I said, "Yeah, no worries at all." Uh, and they said, "Just out of interest, where are you staying?" And I said, oh, "I'm staying in the in the only place in town." They laughed, thinking that I was just joking that there were no places here. But they're like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, I've got the, I'm staying at the place with the guy, the talking cockatoo. The owner had a talking cockatoo, and it was right outside my room, and it was making a lot of noise." And they were like confused, and I said, "Why is there a talking cockatoo?" I said, "I don't know." And they said, "What street is your motel on?" And I said, "Well, there is 
what street would it be on? It's on the highway. It's the only it's the only road in town. Oh, no. And they, then they went, sorry, hang on, where are you? And I went, I'm in Capella. And they went, oh, do you do realise that the gig is in Capella Bar? And I had travelled seven hours one way to get myself to deep into central Queensland for a gig that wasn't even happening in that town. Oh, my God. <laughs> I stayed the night. And I found out that it wasn't the first time this has happened. Apparently, that's why they built the function centre out there. It's because a government person made the mistake and built the centre there, thinking it was for the, and they got the, the town name wrong. Um, it, and it's literally a town of 60 people, and as to why it's got a function centre there, nobody <laughs> understands. So it costs about including my fee, accommodation, and um, transfers. And then a couple of days travel, I reckon it cost the best part of maybe ten or fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that was a costly mistake. But you did meet a cockatoo, so not all bad. Not all bad. Shit, I love the fact that they custom built something because it keeps happening. It's like just give that town another name. One town, you know, they're very similar. I'm, like, stressed for him. Imagine travelling that far out there and he's by himself and he's tired and then he's still... Then, then those people are like, oh, we don't have anyone to do this gig. Barry from accounting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who filled in? That's interesting. Why is it in a regional hotel the weirdest people are there? No, honestly, that, that cockatoo, you think of every hotel you've ever been to that's a bit weird, like, in... Albury, f***ing Broken Hill. There's always, like, a goanna who's working the counter. <laughs> you're like, you get there and there's a goanna just sort of sitting there smoking and you're like, hey, i just just checking in. They're like, it takes a while for them to put it out. They're like, shuffle over to you with their little lizard f- face and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I uh, stayed overnight somewhere in, um, like, just, oh, gosh, some really regional town on the way to Toowoomba. And um, the woman working there, when I opened the door at 3 a.m., had the Hamilton soundtrack blasting. <laughs> she was, like, 19. It was, like, a day before Christmas. And she was, like, sa, sa, sa. So that's what it feels like. Take match with it. Something to catch with I was, like, hey, girl, um, I'm so sorry. We called before. And she's, like, oh, cool. I've been staying awake listening to Hamilton. I was, like, can we be friends? Oh, God. Okay, Robert, uh, would you make a costly mistake? I used to work at a radio station in Sydney and they had like a mystery voice competition. You had to correctly identify four of the voices. And one person identified four of the voices early on in in the competition and the prize money was $100,000. Anyway, the jock at the time didn't understand that she actually said the word correctly, um, Kathy Freeman. Anyway, she didn't end up winning the bunny and then they carried on with the competition. Anyway, at the time, Facebook had started and a lot of other people were coming going, hang on, I knew someone early on uh, saying it was Kathy Freeman. So what ended up happening, the competition went off at, with, with the um, person saying it was Kathy Freeman. So they gave away the $100,000 to the person at the start and $100,000 to the last person who said Kathy Freeman. So it ended up being a $100,000 mistake. That's like a $200,000 mess. Shit. Did someone say Cassie Freeman? Imagine if your name was Cassie Freeman. Just so close. 
Imagine how many things you get for free. Imagine being, imagine being like an off-brand celebrity. She's the drag version of Kathy Freeman. It's Cassie Freeman. You know what my drag name would be? Sarah Tonin or Lucy Stool. I think Sarah Tonin's quite good. Not that I have much of it. All right, f- that's funny, Robert. But two hundred thousand dollars. Things like that happen in radio. Uh, I, I know that's happened before for us when we were in Canberra. We were like, "Ooh, someone's yep, we're gonna have to give away five thousand dollars to multiple people." But I wonder who wears the cost of that two hundred thousand dollars? The sponsor, I guess, or the radio station. Oof. Sorry, guys, no one's getting paid because of Cassie Freeman. Like, does that does the jock hold that responsibility? You know what I mean? Where's the onus? Because technically, would you say it was the jock who made the decision to not award the prize earlier? So therefore, I mean, no announcer's going to pay $100,000. My first radio job, I made $26,000 a year. My second full-time breakfast radio job, I was on $40,000 a year. My third, $50,000 a year. And then when I was in Canberra, I was on $70,000 a year. Anyway, fun fact. (laughs) It's 10 years Hotline of my bookkeeping, uh, only interesting to my accountant. I've moved the chair away. I'm very ready for a good... I've got sweaty armpit, just one side. What is wrong with me? All right, okay, last call. And this is, uh, did you get a, uh, Did you make a costly mistake at work? Can you beat Gemma? $200,000. It is not something I did, thank God, because this <laughs> braced itself for this story. Um, it's actually a costly mistake that my cousin made, Ooh. and I feel nervous even just saying it because it's bringing back all the memories from the time. But um, he used to be what's called a crop duster. Oh, so sorry. A- Can you pause it? I literally thought <laughs> he used to be a crop duster. It's like he used to just fart and <laughs> wander around the office. I was like, that's not a job, Gemma. God love you. It's not a job, just something people do with IBS. Okay, sorry, keep going. A crop duster. So he was a pilot that would fly around like in regional areas and spray all of the crops for the farmers. And on this particular day, he accidentally fueled his plane with Roundup, the <gasps> chemical, oh, no. as opposed to a chemical um, that was less kind of harsh and was going to actually help the crops. So what he did is he went out and he dropped thousands of litres of Roundup onto hundreds of hectares of a crop and completely decimated it, destroyed it, and the total for the damage um, was slightly over $500,000, which just makes me feel sick. Um, safe to say he lost his job and he now completely shifted, like he left that industry because I think it just became such a like famous story. He left the industry work somewhere entirely different now, um, but it's a story that our family will never forget. So that's the costly mistake. Well, she's rounded up that story very well, unlike your cousin. Wow, Jesus Christ, $500,000. Oh, and you know what? Can you just imagine him finding that out? Oh, my God. And, you know, sometimes have you ever just been so tired where you've put dry shampoo on your armpits? I think that is bad. This guy has done that on a... Like, imagine how many people's jobs would have been like a phone call. Oh, this poor man. 
Thank you so much for your call, Gemma. You're amazing. And to your cousin, I'm I'm so interested to what you do. Maybe he works at Roundup. <laughs> that would be a good, you know, good, yeah, good sh- brand shift. And if I was the brand manager of Roundup, I would do something like, this guy loves Roundup so much, he used it to desecrate multiple crops and it worked. He's He could be the face, you know, when they turn shit things into good things. Like, that could be him. But it sounds like uh, he's pretty traumatised and upset by it. Would you fire someone over that? I wouldn't. Um, Okay, well, wow, I tell you, those phone calls are unbelievable. Like, every single one of those I will keep in my head. You know that, like, $15,000 from Chris, $200,000 from Robert for the radio station, and $500,000 from Gemma's cousin. Like, whoa. Let's give him a roundup. Not that he needs any more. But good luck. Rachel, if you're going to clap, commit. Don't just do. There you go. You know, when you're at a concert and you're unsure or a musical and you're unsure if you clap at the end and one person does, that was that was the energy. Actually, that's a good one. You know what we should do? What happened at a live event? I, I, I know this story of uh, something happened during Priscilla. Anyway, so we might do that next topic. I'll probably forget about it and we'll talk more about what dog hair stabbed you and where. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard today, uh, if you didn't, there's no pleasing you. Um, give it a five-star rating on your favourite podcast app. But i tell you, the best place to do is Apple because that way you can leave a written review. And again, if you leave a three-star rating, you will be skinned. Um, the hot- <laughs> Three or under. Three or under, you will be skinned. Uh, the Hennessy's hotline number is 0295649777. And we'll be back next week with some more ridiculous nonsense and hopefully an answer on whether or not that was a kangaroo or that was indeed an alien. Spoiler alert, it's f***ing a possum. Thanks, bye! <laughs>